Hello and welcome to YHTV's Flowing Into Awareness with visionary and master intuitive Anatara. I'm Christina Suzuma, your host of this program. Today's topic is My World is Not Flat. <laughs> what a great title. And with us is the beautiful Anatara. Hi, Christina. Hello, Anatara. I'm very Ooh. glad that your, I know your my world nose is, is not flat, flat, but not my world. <laughs> Well, I, I don't know what about me is flat. Not my feet. Not, definitely not my nose. I don't know. <laughs> we can compromise. <laughs> well, I was, I was, we can. I was having a discussion with a friend about the realities that we live in. And is the world flat? Is the world round? Is there one planet Earth? You know, is there more than one planet Earth? How do we know? Um, and and we can be so convinced about something such as the world being flat because of what the general you know, consensus is, because mm. of what people tell us, because in the old days, what the church told us. But what if, <coughs> excuse me, what if I can say, no matter what is being provided to me through information around me, that my world is not flat? You know, my world is not an unhappy one. My world is is not miserable and full of fear and hatred. Maybe, maybe the power of the of our beliefs through which we filter everything that we see and have and do can can be what what becomes reality for us. And when and we, when we get to the the collective, you know, ten percent of a given population or ten percent of a group of people having a particular thought, maybe those morphogenic fields really do and really can shift things. Mm-hmm. And I and, and I've been noticing, you know, recently with um, you know things happening, you know, outside there in that crazy world that we live in, in that beautiful world in which we live, where there is a consensus of of thought in different cultures and different countries about what what certain people need. You know, for instance, if we talk about the refugee situation, we may all have ideas about those poor people or those dangerous people or those people in need or I would like to help with those people. And what happens when a number of us gear into um, a consensus of idea that we come to on our own, perhaps, or that we pick up in each other's fields of, of influence and perspective. What if as we tune into that broader perspective, many things can change? And what if when we're feel, feeling particularly unhappy or down or morose or out of it, we start to notice what you know what filter we're projecting on whatever it is that we're doing or thinking and feeling and notice whether that can shift something for us and i know that for myself it can when i am in an uplifted and and joyful state of being or or even when i'm just in a peaceful contemplative state of being the things around me take on that perspective as well and it becomes really obvious that my perspective is is the one that I am adopting in everything I see and say and think and feel and do. This is a common theme for me to speak about and around the way of, of perceiving 
and being and moving within the realms that we that we do. I think that I think that there's a lot of consciousness changing going on. I see it I see it everywhere. And I see it in, you know, some of the countries that are now joining together with the, uh, the new environmental perspectives and ideas that we all, many of us, hope they can master and maintain um, as we do as individual countries, hopefully. And, of course, there's still a lot of rhetoric and, of course, there's still a lot of misunderstanding about what it means to come together as a, as a whole planet, as, as many communities, to create change. And as we change our perspective about how easy that might be or how difficult that might be, I am already noticing that many people are actually feeling hopeful, hopeful for the world, hopeful for the earth, hopeful for each other, hopeful for themselves, because they see that some sort of consensus of care can happen even for planet earth. So, you know, what are our, uh, how do we fashion our world? What beliefs do we use, do you use, to create the perspective that you see things through? And how do those perspectives allow you to flow, to be a part of, and to see what else is going on out there? I, I, have, I have also noticed that as the, you know, the, the world communities come together to create big change, or even just to think about um, big change, that there is a, it's almost like a, a beautiful eruption of, of collective consciousness which is saying, we are doing this. We can do this. We can set aside some of the things that don't seem to um, work and that make us feel fearful. And we can choose individually and as groups and as countries and as earth kind to make some big changes. Uh, have you felt any of this sort of expansion <laughs> lately? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> because I, I believe that... Um, in uh, possibly my area of awareness, Anatara, you, you you know that the there's so much fear that has really come into the world recently with uh, what is happening in Syria, what is happening, what has just happened a little while ago in France, and then right in uh, my state of California, which is only an hour away from me, where we had um, the the terrorist act that killed many people and have left many families without parents, etc. Um, it's home. It's it's where we call home, and you can feel the effect it has on people. There's a long lot of anger, a lot of fear. A, you know, it's like and to be able to flow. Mm -hmm through this time when so many energies are right at that edge, there needs to be in ourselves that state of awareness to change that perspective. Exactly. If, exactly. If not, we join that collective. Mm -hmm. that, that collective that says the world is flat. <laughs> yes. And it's, it's, not, it's not easy for many mm -hmm. to change because of the fear. And it is a very fear-based society that we do live in uh, mm -hmm. because of the uh, commercialism and the society itself that has created that. 
Um, so I do resonate with you when you say mm-hmm. there are those out there that have the other perspective, mm-hmm. which is that positive, <clears throat> the whole other outlook. And mm-hmm. the, I do believe also there is more and more individuals who are turning to that instead. Mm-hmm. The peace, I agree. the balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just stepping forward. Mm-hmm. And, and the, the secret really is to allow yourself to know what you are feeling and what you're believing underneath or behind that fear. Because as you let yourself see whatever that is, you realize that the fear is actually superimposed upon who you are. Mm-hmm. And the fear is, and the and the hesitation to to feel safe and to and to act and to be inclusive and to let yourself be included, is is sitting there right at the surface, only slightly obscured by the perspective of fear. Mm-hmm. And and of course we're going to think um, we're under attack. You know the the news tells us that uh, our hearts sometimes tell us that because we are so scared and. What if we step up and say, I would rather believe that I am safe. I would rather believe that there is a collective consciousness. There are a great number of people who are coming together, who already are together to support each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And, and as, the, as the, the substance of that, of that shift happens, I know that people feel their hearts expand. And I know that they start to hesitate and, and sort of do a little pushback when the fear starts to rise. And, and to me, that's where we're at. Finding the places where we can push back the fear a little bit, find the depth and resilience and love inside, and decide to make our choices based on that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Oh. Very nice. Very nicely said, Anatara. And... Um, I am right with you on that. It is finding it within ourselves as an individual. Exactly. One drop is a thousand waves. <laughs> and exactly. it will emanate to the next person that we're close to. And if it doesn't, that's all right. Mm-hmm. They may the, not be ready, whatever. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, it, it's, it, but it will emanate forward. Like mm-hmm. this episode, whoever listens to this <laughs> might go, oh, really? <laughs> I can do that. Yes. <laughs> well, well I'm, I'm even noticing that as you and I talk about this, my heart has shifted. Mm. You know, the, the energy around me has shifted. The energy in this room has shifted. Um, it's all expanding gently and, and safely. I feel very much warmed and, and seen by, literally, by the energetic space around myself. Mm. Lovely. Mm, very nice. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Anatara, for this beautiful moment into awareness. And of course, we would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us in this new platform of education and information. We're grateful for your continuous support, and we look forward to hearing your feedback on how we can serve you better. You can also connect with Anatara by following her on Twitter, at Anatara, and of course, through her own website, anatara.ca anatara.ca. We always love your comments and suggestions. Please um, type it into a comment box on the screen, or if you're on a mobile device, you can always give us a call at 818-LET'S-TALK. 818-LET'S-TALK. We look forward to sharing with you again next time. Namaste. 
nothing to hide. It's it's actually, I'll get into that. I was going to say when I give speeches, that's the very one of the first things I tell children who are newly diagnosed is, you know, diabetes type one is a livable, manageable, great disease because you have this whole awareness into food and what it does in your body. Mm. And so having that awareness is, oh my gosh, it's just a tool that you can pull out at any time 